1: First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio.
2: I know some of us wish we were a little taller, a little shorter, a little slimmer, a little wider. But you were made on purpose for his purpose. Every gift, every talent you have, was God designed for something to be fulfilled in the earth
1: through you? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin.
2: To jump right into the word today, uh, the series first things first today, we're going to tell into family. As I thought about family, I went to Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 26. Because if you're going to find out why God created a family, you should go to the beginning, and it says this Then, the, then God said, Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our image. That verse right there should deal with all your self esteem issues. You are made by God on purpose for a purpose. I know some of us wish we were a little taller, a little shorter, a little slimmer, a little wider. But you were made on purpose for His purpose. Every gift, every talent you have was God designed. For something to be fulfilled in the earth through you. So I'm made of his image, his likeness, according to our likeness, not physical, but spiritual personality and moral likeness. And let them have complete authority. Everyone say, I was born to reign over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, the cattle, and over every entire earth, and over everything that creeps and crawls on earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God. He created him, male and female. He created them. Notice, they were created uh, before they were created. God spoke it before they ever existed. Amen, amen. Next slide. And God blessed them, granting them certain authority, and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Okay, God made us in his image. God gave us dominion to reign. And God said, be fruitful and multiply. Create a family. So family is God ordained. Amen. So our family is supposed to reflect his kingdom in the earth. So God is trying to spread himself through us in the earth. Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7. You want me to say the joke? To, oh. Y'all know why God loves coffee? Because Hebrews. She told me to do it, by the way. I must be obedient. Now this will bless your life. Hebrews 2.7. Church, let's read together. You have made him for a little while lower in status than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet, confirming his supremacy. Stop right there. He has put everything under your feet. Now listen to this one. Let's read, y'all. Now... In putting all things in subjection to who? To man. He left nothing. So what's your problem? Nothing is outside of your control. So oftentimes, we blame everybody for where we are. You are where you are based on the choices you've made. As mamas would say, you made your bed lying. Now, the back part of the verse really blessed me. Look at this. It says, church." but at present, we do not yet see. So he's saying, I gave you the keys, but you're not driving. I've given you the authority, but you're not using it. It's in your hands. We, we, were, we were in our apartment, the election. We first moved here. And my baby boy had night terrors. So he would just wake up screaming at night. And I say, shut up, boy. Go to sleep. You know, because I wasn't too spiritual. Just go back to sleep. Shut up. Sleep. He'd just be screaming. And you know, when they're that young, they don't know what's going on. So we were were in bed talking. And he started screaming again. I said, there he goes screaming. What's wrong with the boy? And I read this scripture. And I said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you are rebuked off my son. The boy rolled over and went to sleep. And when I realized how much stuff are you allowing in your life? That you have power and authority over, but you just let stuff happen. You You don't institute who you have on the inside of you. Satan, you are rebuked. Get behind me, Satan. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not below. See, if you start stepping into who you are already called to be, some things wouldn't happen the way it happened. But we sit back and say, I have no control. I I can't do anything about it. Now, putting all things, what's left out of all? In subjection to man, he left nothing outside his control. Well, Pastor, it seemed like stuff just be happening to me. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Ask yourself this question how are you doing with the natural? How are you doing with your prayer life? How are you doing with your study life? How how are you doing with your church attendance? How are you doing with your giving? Now if you gave yourself a report card on being a Christian, raise your hand if you have some issues, right? No, don't don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. But if you were to ask yourself, what kind of grade would I get? Would you be passing or failing? Oh, if they put you on trial to be a Christian, would you be acquitted because there's no evidence? Don't get quiet now. Amen. Praise the Lord. What I like is, he says, but at present, we do not yet see. All the things, all the manifestation that are subject to us. Look, 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 there's some things I want y'all to listen to this. You control your beliefs, you control your attitude. Look at your neighbor said say, He's talking about you right now. He's talking about you. Mm-hmm. He's talking about you. You control your thoughts, you control your perspective. You control how honest you are. You control what friends you have in your circle. You control what books you read. You control whether you want exercise or not. You control what you're going to eat. You control if you want to take a risk or not. You control how kind you are. You control if you're going to smile today. Look at your neighbor and say, smile. You ain't smile yet. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, put a smile on your face. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, come on, man. Ask your neighbor, are you happy? Come on, because you don't look happy, boo. Come on, are you happy? Lord Jesus, if you are happy, tell your face to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you... You
3: guys did it.
2: They did it. They with me. (laughs) Praise the Lord. This is my church. They know where I'm going. Hallelujah. So, so... Stop saying things are outside of your control. From today on, now look what he says. He's left nothing out. So when stuff pop off, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy six is our main text for the day. Pastor, y'all, may you read. Read.
3: Read. Now this is the command the statutes and the judgments, precepts, which the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you so that you may do, follow, obey them in the land.
1: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Chomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing Word. and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship, but when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com.
3: Obey them in the land which you are crossing over, the Jordan, to possess. Right here, he's just setting you up. This is the scripture that tells you he's about to give you a roadmap to follow.
2: Now, the key thing, aspect of this is uh, in Numbers 13 and 14, you can study on your own time. Twelve spies went out and scouted the land. Mm -hmm. Two said, We're well able. That's right. Ten haters said, We can't do it. And based on that, they spent 40 years in a place they should not have been. So now he's telling them, look, please, please listen. Please listen. Please listen. Parents, this is what you do. Brother, I've been here. I've done that. Raise your hand, parents. If you try to talk to your baby, I've already been here. I'm trying to help you. Please listen. Please. So, so what he's saying right now is, 40 years back, we had a chance to cross over, but we made some decisions where we couldn't get the promised land. So now I'm trying to tell you, man, please listen, because I don't want you to go through the same thing I've been through. Raise your hand if you try to tell, come on, I- I've been where you've been. I know she looked cute and she got a big butt and a smile, but that girl is poor. Come on. You know if you try to talk to your child. Oh, wow. That child, they, they feel like they're in love.
3: What you about to say?
2: <laughs> but, 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 but see, you try to talk to your kids. But see, they think like this is new to you. Like, 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 they, 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 they see, like they act like they are professionals in the game. They don't know you've been playing the game for a long time. You don't seem this story. So when he's talking to me, he said, Come on, man. We should have been here 40 years ago. Right. But we made some choices that delayed where we're supposed to be. And truth be told, we all made them choices. Because truth be told, you should be further along in your walk than you are. That's right. But every now and then you started thinking instead of obeying. So that you and your son and your grandson, notice, you and your son and your grandson, you and your son and your grandson, we serve a three-generational God. God is always talking about the next generation. So understand the choices and decisions we make are bigger than just us. And worship the Lord your God with all filled reverence and profound respect to keep and actively do all his statutes and his commandments. By the way, let me let me put balance on him. I know the brother, I know, I know the young man is beautiful. He got good teeth and good credit, but he poisoned too. Okay, so I put balance. I talked about the women and the men. Amen. Put it all together. Praise the Lord. You gotta have balance. Amen.
1: Huh.
2: I am commanding you all the days of your life so that your days may be prolonged. She said, look, here is the blueprint. Next, next slide, next slide. Look what Exodus 34, 7 says. Now, this is the reason why it's critical that we make good choices. Keeping mercy and love and kindness for thousands, forgiving him in, in, in equity and transgression and sin, but he will no means leave the guilty unpunished, visiting, avenging the inequity, the sin, guilt of the fathers upon the children and the grandchildren to the third and fourth generation. That is calling the children to account for the sins of their fathers. See, see, you you may as well act a fool for yourself. But see, your kids are going to suffer because of your choices. My daddy was a rolling stone. Where have he left his hat? Boy, I'm sticking today, huh? My granddaddy was a rolling stone, and I realized I have rolling stone tendencies. Don't raise your hand right now, brothers. Don't raise your hand right now. Just keep your hand down. I had some tendencies, some pre-existing conditions. I had a proclivity to do things that were not right. Raise your hand if you know somebody like that. Raise your hand if they're sitting right next to you. Yeah. Uh, I've had some stuff in me that I knew was not right, but it felt right. But I knew it wasn't right. And all of us have some pre-existing conditions. Because when you look back over your family tree, you wonder why you drink. You probably were asked to go get your daddy a beer. You wonder why you smoke. Well... You probably watch your daddy smoke. The apple don't fall far from the tree. So you have to be mindful that more is caught than taught. You can tell them not to do it, but if they see you, do it.
3: It even goes along with characteristics and personality traits. Certain things you do personality-wise and characteristic-wise, you get from your mother, your father, your grandparents, people that you spent time with the most— I know I spent time with my aunt, and she always kept her nails done, and she always held her hands like this. So it wasn't until I got (laughs) into, like, fifth grade, my dad said, why do you always, is there something wrong with your wrist? I'm like, no, Dad, I'm trying to keep my nail polish right. He's like, no, baby, just put your hands down. Put your hands down. But, you know, as a child, you imitate the people that you're around, and you tend to even say sayings that they say. I know my father used to say when we would get in trouble or we would lie. My, you you know, lie? When, yeah, when you're little, you lie. Little people lie. If you think your child is not
2: lying, lie. People then, lie. Then, yeah. Amen.
3: But he, we would lie, and he would say, do you think I just came out of the cotton fields? And I didn't understand what he meant. I had no idea what he was talking about. The cotton fields? Why would I think you came out of the cotton fields? It wasn't until I was in, maybe in high school that I would really think about what he was saying to understand that, I may have thought he was dumb because I'm lying to him, and he knew I was lying. But we say things, and we don't even realize we're saying them because we got them from the people we are around.
2: So what are you saying, Pastor? Be mindful on the life you live and the life you walk.
3: That's right. That's right.
2: Let me say it this way. If you can have the option of having your kids learn life at the time you learn life or learn it sooner, which would you choose? So the only way they're going to learn it sooner is for you to teach them. Or they'll repeat the cycle. It's a cycle. All right, back back into Deuteronomy 6.
3: It says, therefore, listen. Now, first it was a commandment. Now he's saying, listen, O Israel, and be careful to do them that they may go well with you, And that you may increase greatly in numbers as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in the land flowing with milk and honey.
2: Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one, the only God. The reason he said this is because they were about to go in a land that uh, uh, worshiped many gods. So he says, don't forget about that. Verse 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, your entire being. The only way a man or woman can love someone else is for them to love God. For God is love. 1 John 4, 8. God is love. So when I have a good marriage, my marriage is a reflection of my relationship with Christ. When I'm a good father, me being a good father is because of my relationship with Christ. With me being a good brother, it's just a reflection of my relationship with because the Bible says a brother stick a friend so a friendship a quote the brother. So as you study the word, you get a better understanding what love is. Love is sacrifice. Love is keep cleaning up vomit. If you love, you you can be, mm, yeah. When them babies have them explosions, I call them blowouts. If you've been a parent, you didn't blow, you don't had a blowout before. If you had a parent, you've been peed on, everything. But you look at them and say, That's my baby. That's my baby. That's love. So love is messy. Love is painful. Love is hard. He says, so so if if you can find out how to love God, your marriage is going to work out. Because love is patient. Love is kind. Every time my wife and I have issues, I go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. And I put my name in it. Jomo is patient. Jomo is kind. I stop right there because I know it ain't true. No, no, no. Every time we have drama, I go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, and I put my name in where love is. Jomo is patient. Jomo is kind. Jomo is long-suffering. I'm done because I know I ain't patient. I know right now I am not kind because, see, when you're patient, you're kind. But when you're not patient, you show not kind. You rule. Look at your name beside. I think he might be talking about you right now. Ooh, thank you. Jesus, I'm glad I came to church. He's talking about you. Mm-hmm.
3: This scripture is also really good too because it shows you, he could have just said love God, but he says love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. That covers everything because you could be doing something good and not doing it with love Amen. in your heart.
2: We don't need mean, mean Christians. Amen. If you love God, you should love people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 6, these words I commanding you today shall be written on your heart, Mine, You shall teach them diligently to your children, impressing God's precepts on their minds, penetrating their hearts with his truths, shall speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the road, when you lie down, when you get up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, on your forearm. They shall be used as bands on your frontal lobe, on your forehead. You shall write them on a post of your home, my wife was a uh, uh uh what's it what's what instrument you used to play clarinet clarinet what level that was
3: what level yeah I played for nine years what, I don't know what th- level. there's like no
2: levels anyway she did it good <laughs> praise the Lord is that I first chair first chair
3: year. you was first chair choir yeah. yeah okay she in was first in the chorus
2: yes yes praise God <laughs> see see see
1: that was a precept for now first chair see anyway.